Today we discuss what Lou Lamorello will do, whether he pursues free agency or trades to improve the Islanders this offseason. We look at another puck-moving defenseman prospect and a big award for Ilya Sorokin. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody. Happy July 4th and happy Canada Day weekend for all of you up north. Gil Martin, glad that you could join us today for the Locked On Islanders podcast Monday edition. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss, Feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on everything Islanders related throughout this very pivotal offseason. The draft is less than a week away, free agency, trade rumors, you name it. We've got it covered for you right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We are going to start today with a big philosophical question, and that is, which way does Lou Lamorello go? He has talked about the need to make hockey moves this offseason, and there's no question about that. But does he go the free agency route? trying to sign a big fish like a Johnny Goudreau or a Philip Forsberg? Or does he go and make a trade, a hockey trade, as he described it, in order to make this team better? And I get the feeling, based on looking at the big picture surrounding the New York Islanders right now, that we're looking at the trade route being the more likely outcome. And here's why. The Islanders right now have roughly $12 million in cap space available. We also know they need to sign some key players like Matthew Barzal and Noah Dobson to long-term deals. Now, they can give Dobson a bridge deal, which would save them a little bit of money short-term, but then they run the risk, of course, that Dobson 
would go elsewhere or even that he wouldn't want to at least see if anyone signs into that offer sheet that would allow the Islanders to have to match, you know, a five, six, seven-year deal at $7 million a year, which Lou Lamorello may not want to do. So I get the feeling when you need cap space to sign two of your best players that you don't want to take up eight, nine, ten million dollars just to sign a Goudreau or a Forsberg, you could do that, but you would certainly then need to make other trades in order to free up that cap space. So with a trade, obviously the 13th overall pick is in play if you want to make that kind of a trade. But it also means you could move players like an Anthony Bavillier, who is making a little more than $4.1 million per year in cap hit. Josh Bailey, if you can get a taker, who's earning $5 million. Semyon Varlamov, again, if you can get a taker, who's looking at $5 million. And in the trade, yeah, you're giving up a few pieces, but you're also freeing up cap space and maybe getting moving on from some players that are no longer a part of your core or are making more money than the value they're giving you in the deal, and it allows the Islanders to continue to step up. You don't want to see the Islanders uh, deal your William DeFores and your Atu Ratus, those guys who are the top two prospects, but you got to understand also that, that those two top prospects and your first-round pick are almost certainly what other teams are going to want from the Islanders if and when they are looking to make a trade because, you know, you may be able to throw in a player whose salary you want to dump, but you got to sweeten the pot also, and there are cap implications. Going to be interesting, and I think with the draft coming up later this week, it's something we're really going to have to take a look at because if Lou Lamorello keeps that 13th overall pick and makes a selection, we're talking about a situation where the Islanders are making a statement about the future and trying to rebuild the prospect pool. But if he trades that pick, it's a big indication. Or if he trades one of the top prospects, it's a big indication that this team, again, is in for all in to win now, and we'll see whether it happens. I get the feeling we will see at least one, if not two, major moves made before this offseason is over, and I think the trade route is more likely than free agency, but I'm not ruling out free agency, and I'm not ruling out a trade and a free agent signing, just that you know, to me, the trade route makes more sense given the big picture surrounding this team. Want to do a quick congratulations to Ilya Sorokin. He was voted by the uh, Fans' Choice Awards in the NHL for Save of the Year. This one happening back on St. Saint- Patrick's Day at Madison Square Garden, Sorokin robbing Artemi Panarin of the Rangers with an unbelievable diving save. 
And uh, that is a well-deserving save of the year. In fact, we said it when it happened right here on the podcast. Save of the year candidate right there. And lo and behold, that's exactly what it became. So congratulations to Ilya Sorokin for making the save of the year in the National Hockey League. And for Islander fans, the very fact that that save of the year comes against the New York Rangers Heck, that's only a little bit more gravy in everybody's mind. Uh, But look, deserving for Sorokin and probably the first of many awards that this young Russian goaltender is going to win over the course of his Islanders career. And uh, I think after year one, it's safe to say that Ilya Sorokin was everything the Islanders hoped he would be and more. And that barring an injury or or a catastrophic situation, Ilya Sorokin is going to be the Islanders' starting goaltender for years to come. And having a player like that just puts you in a situation where you know you can win any game that you're in because your starting goalie is going to keep you in that game. When we come back, we have a look at another puck-moving defenseman the Islanders should be considering to uh, select in the first round of this year's NHL entry draft. Denton Matichuk will break down his scouting report. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, tennis, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NHL Draft is right around the corner, and our team of local hosts and draft experts are breaking it down with insights and analysis for every first-round pick. So subscribe to Locked On Islanders on YouTube and Locked On NHL for all the latest breakdowns and live reactions on the NFL draft and more. So make sure you join us for that. should be exciting and very great in-depth coverage of the first round of the draft. Wanted to talk a little bit about defenseman Denton Matichuk, He is a a native of Dominion City, Manitoba, 5'11", 188 pounds, left-handed shot. Uh, Won't turn 18 until later this month, July 12th. But boy, did he have a breakout season with the Moose Jaw Warriors of the Western Hockey League. 65 games this year, 13 goals, 64 points. And add 10 points, a goal, and 9 assists in 10 playoff games. By the way, in the regular season, Matichuk plus 20 in his plus-minus rating. And that is something you always want to see. And look, the one thing you love about Matichuk, 
the thing that stands out. He's not a big guy. We mentioned 5'11", kind of average size for a defenseman. But he is a very good skater, and he sees the ice so well. He is sort of exactly what the Islanders were lacking this year. Speed, skating ability, passing that transition pass on defense to help you transition from being in your own zone to building the attack. Matichuk, definitely one of the best to be able to do that. And he made Team Canada's under-18 team as an underage player last year. Remember, he won't turn 18 uh, until later this month. Already a very good skater, knows how to move the puck and, and manipulate or influence is probably a better word, opposing players. He isn't afraid to be physical at times on defense, even though he isn't the biggest guy in the world and he's got nice pause, uh, poise, really reads plays very well. So you get the feeling that he, you know, can be effective in all three zones and really be the kind of player who can help an NHL team, especially the Islanders, uh, build up their defense and their transition game. And, you know, if you think about it, if you get Matichuk, Dobson, Pellick, and Pulak as your top four in three, four years from now, you'd be doing very, very well uh, in that regard without question. You would really be setting things up for having one heck of, of a top four group of defensemen. And uh, I, I think... If he's still around at 13 and if the Islanders are still picking at 13, and obviously that remains uh, sort of a a big question mark, but he would really be the kind of guy who you would want. He's dynamic. His skating is great. He has quick feet and knows how to avoid pressure and, and sort of control the pace of a hockey game. Now, checking is going to be a question Yes, at 5'11", you know, and and 188 pounds, he was able to be physical in juniors. But how good could he be physically in the NHL? Some scouts kind of think, yeah, he'd be able to be effective enough because of his skating ability. Uh, Even if he's not going to be very physical in the NHL, he'll be effective defensively. And one comparison to a uh, NHL player, uh, I've got two. One is Chris Letang, which may be asking a little much. That may be a little bit of a reach, but you take that in a heartbeat. The other, Shane Gostisbehere. I think you take either one if you're the Islanders, and I think that if the Isles can get Matichuk with the 13th pick, and he's sort of anywhere between 11th and 20th, in the different rankings that I've seen, uh, I, I think they do very well to select him if he's available. So Denton Matichuk, uh, not quite 18 years old, puck-moving defenseman. Keep an eye on him as we head into this year's draft. We have got more to get to on today's show. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, 
a physical defenseman from the 70s who later went on to become an NHL assistant and head coach. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And yesterday, July 3rd, was the 69th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Dave Lewis. Lewis, drafted by the Islanders in the third round of the 1973 NHL draft, 33rd overall, which would now make him the first pick in the second round, uh, joined the Islanders right away, 73-74, which was the second season of the Islanders' existence, and stayed with the team through the 79-80 season when he was traded to the LA Kings along with Billy Harris in the Butch Goring trade. So... Lewis was with the Islanders from their second season, Al Arbor's first year, through their first Stanley Cup year, but he was traded at the trade deadline and didn't win a cup with the Isles, played with the LA Kings through the end of the 82-83 season, then played for the Devils and the Red Wings, made it to 1,000 games played in the NHL, 1,008 games 36 goals, 223 points. 28 points was his career high and never scored more than five goals in a season, although he did that three times. Not a big offensive guy, but at 6'2", 200. Uh, He had good size for the 70s and 80s and really did a good job there. Now, Lewis went on to become an assistant coach after hanging up his skates with the Red Wings then became their head coach in 2002-2003, coached there for two seasons, coached the Bruins for a season, and then was an assistant with the Hurricanes through the 2013-2014 season, and that was the last year that he coached. We're going to look at one of Dave Lewis's better games with the Isles. March 9th, 1977, at the old Omni in Atlanta, the Islanders, and the Atlanta Flames, Chico Resch, the goalie for the Islanders, Fiery Phil Mir, the goalie for the Flames, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first, Clark Gillies, his 27th from Billy Harris and Brian Trachier at 9.41, Islanders up by a goal, but Ray Como of Atlanta ties it, his 15th from Kurt Bennett and Dave Shand at 14.45, were even 1-1, one and one after the first period. In the second, Bill Clement, yeah, the, the future broadcaster, his 13th from Kurt Bennett and Pat Ribble at 619, Islanders down 2-1, to one, and things not looking up, but the Islanders come back. Billy Harris, his 21st, Brian Trottier and Clark Gillies with the assist at, at 1240, ties the game at 2, and then Zach Parise's dad, J.P. Parise, his 22nd, from Dennis Potvin and our Islanders birthday of the day, Dave Lewis at 1447, Isles now up 3-2. to two. Then the Islanders power play goes to work with Bill Clement off for hooking, Denny Potvin, his 21st, Jean Potvin and Ed Westfall, the assist at 1715, Islanders 4, Flames 2 after 40 minutes. In the third, Bob Nystrom adds to the Islanders' lead just a minute 19 in. His 27th from Dennis Potvin and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Dave Lewis. And then Jude Druan, his 15th from Dave Lewis, our Islanders' birthday of the day. And Eddie Westfall at 17.56. Final score, Islanders 6, 
and the Flames, two. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Dave Lewis, he had three assists in this game. He was a plus four, and he did have three shots on goal. Islanders win it going away. 33 saves for Chico Resch. Islanders outshot 35-21, to 21, but a strong game for Chico and for Dave Lewis. Three assists in this game. One of his better offensive outputs with the Islanders that year. He had 28 points, four goals, and 24 assists. So three of them coming in this game. Once again, a very happy 69th birthday to Kinserly, Saskatchewan native Dave Lewis. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Draft coming closer and closer. We will have more draft previews and more thoughts on what the Islanders' strategy will be in this year's draft. Remember, you have a first-round pick. You, the Islanders don't have their own first, uh, second-round pick, rather, but they do have the Avalanche's second pick, and we'll certainly keep an eye on what they do with that. This is going to be a pivotal offseason, and the draft later this week will be a big part of it. So certainly, we're going to be keeping an eye on that and how the Islanders end up handling uh, the NHL draft. And again, trade that pick or keep that pick. It's going to be a big difference as far as the philosophy that the Islanders are showing everybody heading in to this offseason. And I think the Islanders, based on the way this team is structured, have to be all in on trying to win this year. Too many older guys on this roster, even if you don't bring back your Charas and your Greens, a lot of guys on the other side of 30, and if you want to try to win with this foundation, with the players on your team, you got to do it in the next year or two or you have to really start that rebuild, and we'll see how the team handles that as we get deeper and deeper in to this critical offseason. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Have a great 4th of July, everybody. Stay safe. Happy birthday, America. And, of course, let's go Islanders.